Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Morgan Klein, full-time mom, personal trainer, co-founder, and COO of Burn Bootcamp. I'm here to bring you a strong dose of hot topics such as nutrition, fitness, self-help, style, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and so much more. I strive to inspire you to live your life with greater balance, vitality, and empowerment. So grab a mug and join me for a cup of coffee and kettlebells. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Kettlebells. Today, I am here solo to share with you what my personal goals are for 2021. So I thought it's always best and keeps the most accountability when you share what your goals are. So here I am on a podcast to the world telling you what my four goals are for 2021. And before I do that, I want to talk a little bit about goals and kind of my thoughts on them. So I'm not a huge fan of resolutions. And the reason is because I've done this enough and I've worked with enough clients where you have this goal in January 1st, 2020, whatever. And by January 9th, you've already broken that resolution. And so therefore, you think, well, I've already, I've already failed and I'm moving on. That's why I don't like resolutions. It's this pressure to do something so consistently, never mess up. And if you mess up, then you just blow it all out of the water. And so while I am a big fan of setting goals, I think it's all about how we frame those goals and how we attack those goals throughout the entire year versus just one month of the year. And so I'm not a big resolution person. So when I say that these are my personal goals for 2021, I'm not saying this is my New Year's resolution. This is my goal for when at the end of 2021, when December's rolling around and I'm reflecting on the year, I want to look back at these four goals that I've established and say, okay, how did I do? How much closer to these goals did I get? Where are my gaps? Why did I not reach them? What are some things that, or maybe my goals shifted a little bit mid-year, right? And so it's always, for me, an entire year. It's getting better at a specific thing for an entire year because I'm not a short-term person. I'm a long-term person. So what goals I'm about to share with you are habits that I want to create so that by the end of the year, it's a habit for me and it's something that's a non-negotiable. And I've worked it into my schedule and it makes sense for me and it's making me a better person and it aligns with my vision of who I want to be and how I want to run my, my life. So... I hope that makes sense for you guys. I think it's just shifting it to say, okay, this is going to be my yearly goals, my my quarterly goals, my monthly goals. It's great to break that down. But if you fail, you're not failing for the year. You're just failing for that day, right? And then you get the next day to pick it up and do it again and get better. And that way, by the end of the year, you can say, okay, how well did I do here? How well did I do here? What are my gaps, you know, and and how could I have gotten better? And maybe that's a new goal you bring into the next year. And so here they are, guys. I have four of them, and these are my personal goals. So every year I do personal goals, professional goals. And I'm just going to share my personal goals for 2021. So first one is move my body five times a week. So I want to make sure I'm very clear here. I am not moving my body necessarily at boot camp five times a week. I think that what... I've learned as a busy mom of three that's, you know, working full time is if I put that five day goal and I missed it week after week after week after week, it's, it's defeating for me. And so what I've shifted it to was I'm going to move my body five times a week. And so let's say one day I can't get to camp. Maybe I had a meeting run late or, you know, I didn't get up and do it. 
I'm still going to commit that day to do something to move my body, whether that's a quick 20-minute at-home burn boot camp workout from our YouTube channel, whether that's a walk with my kids to the park and then doing some stuff at the park, whether it is a walk for myself, which let's be honest, that rarely happens. But it doesn't always have to be this the same movement, right? It doesn't always have to be the 45-minute boot camp or the hour class that you took or, you know, going to the gym for this allotted time. I think we have to be able to be flexible with with ourselves and say, okay, maybe I can't do this today, but what can I do instead? And maybe it's a shorter version or not as intense version, but you're still moving your body. You're still getting active. You're still challenging, you know, your muscles in some way. So, move my body five times a week. And so that can look different. That could be three boot camps and or one at-home workout and one walk to the park with my kids and doing some pull-ups on, on the bars or, you know, some push-ups and some jump squats with my kids, right? It's, I'm doing, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. So I've gotten out of the mindset of if I didn't make it to camp, that doesn't mean I have to do nothing. I can still do something to hit my goal. Number two, eat as a family three times a week. So growing up, thank you to my mom, Growing up, we always had dinner at the dinner table. And I just thought that was normal, right? Like that's what every family does until I married Devin. And he never ate at a dinner table. He had a TV tray and they ate in the living room. And if you guys know anything about Devin's story, it's just much different than my childhood. It's it's definitely, he had a harder childhood than I did. And that family time was not a priority to his parents. And so he ate on the go. He, you know, ate in the living room. He made his own dinners. It wasn't this sit down, let's talk about our day. Um, Let's connect as a family with no TV on, no technology, whatever. And so we haven't really established that as our core family. And of course, our kids are so young that typically up until now, I would say up until now, they They're eating like way earlier than we do. They eat different food than we do. They don't really sit at a table. They were sitting in a high chair or sitting in a booster or whatever. But Cameron and Max are now at the age where they can both sit at our at our kitchen table, at our dinner table, and we can we can eat and we can pull Ryan up with the high chair and it can be our family of five sitting around a table. And so that is why this year I would like to eat three times a week as a family. And I will say that this has been a challenge already because Devin and I are so conditioned now to just like literally eat when we're standing up in the kitchen, like a quick meal. And then we move on with our day because that's how life has been for the last so many years where sitting down has just not been a priority. But I I go back to my childhood and yeah, I might have thought it was a, a little annoying at the time. Like, mom, I don't want to sit at the dinner table and drink all my milk. But now I look back and I'm like, I'm so glad that she did that because it was our time to connect, to talk about how our day went, you know, for our kids to be able to get our undivided attention, which is incredibly important to them. And so I have a goal by the end of the year that we are consistently sitting down as a family three times a week and really taking advantage of this sweet spot of a time before we do get into full-blown sports and after-school activities and where dinner is going to be on the go again and we may not get that opportunity. So that's something that's important to me. I'm committed to it and I just got to get Devin on board and get him home from work in time to uh, eat dinner as a family. So that is number two. Number three was more dates with Devin 
is one of my personal goals. And so 2020, we actually went into that year and we said we were going to go on a date every week. And um, that didn't happen <laughs> for obvious reasons, right? And so I think maybe we we went on a couple in January and February, but then the pandemic hit in March and you know we were stuck staying home. And then I was basically quarantined because I was having a baby and then I had a newborn baby. And So we are slowly getting back to feeling comfortable enough to have a babysitter come over on the weekends and let us go out to dinner for, you know, an hour or two. Uh, But what I've said is that we're going to do dates differently. So we are going to do something every week and, but it doesn't have to be the babysitter dinner out type of thing. It can be, we have a breakfast date. So we carve it out of our calendars where, you know, before we head into the office, we go sit down and have a quick bite to eat. It can be a lunch date. It could be a, before we have to get home to the kids, we stop at the Galloway Hooker, which is right next to our um, office. And we have a drink on a Friday afternoon. And so it's not this big extravagant event where I'm having to schedule nannies and, and babysitters. It's something that we're kind of weaving into our day. Um, and then, of course, I think once a month we do do the fun date night where we're going somewhere and we're doing something. But I know with our schedules, again, that would have been hard to do weekly. So weekly, it's just these little things like maybe it's a workout together. That's something that Devin and I love to do as well. So every week I've put something on our calendars going forward just for an hour, like an hour a week where it's him and I and we can connect on some stuff and it can't be work. So that's my third goal, Dates with Devin. And another reason too, you guys, is because this this last year has been crazy for us, even in our marriage. And, you know, you think we're business owners together. So 100% of our focus has been on our business. And then we had another baby. So you add that into the mix. And we just haven't got a lot of Morgan and Devin time. And uh, so it's, it's time for us to reprioritize that in our marriage because we do truly believe that when our marriage is good, everything else falls in line. And so that takes work and you got to invest into it and you got to you got to be intentional about that time together. So that's a priority for me. And then the last one is meditation. So meditation has not been something that I've ever really consistently done. I've tried it here and there. I've definitely done podcasts on it. I know the benefits of it, but it just never really felt like me. And also I don't feel like I... If I'm being honest, I think the excuse I tell myself is I don't have time for it. But I do. I do have time. I can start with three minutes a day. I can start with, you know, five minutes a day and build my way up. But one of the reasons I want to focus on meditation in 2021 is because I want to focus on my mental strength. I think 2020 took a toll on me mentally for a lot of different reasons that I'm not going to get into. But it's important for me to be a mentally strong and tough individual. Um, And I think that there's been times that I've been hurt. I've been challenged. I've been, I've doubted myself more than I ever have. And so I want to get back to that, that mental toughness that I had. And I know I can do it. It's just going to take intention. And so meditation for me would be starting the day on the right note. And so getting back to not looking at my phone for the first 30 minutes that I wake up. Don't look at my phone. Don't look at my email. Don't look at the problems of the world. Let's focus on me. Let's focus on my intentions for the day. Um, Let's speak some really great love and affirmation into my body, into my soul, into my mind. And and I think that will have a a profound effect on my mental strength. And so that's just one way that I want to tackle 
that is through meditation. And so Devin and I got the, we got the hatch. It's like a light. It's actually, we, we originally have the hatch for my daughter. It's the light that turns green and red depending on when you're, when you time it, but then they came out with like an adult version. And so that was a gift to each other. We have that in our room and it will do guided meditation. Um, so you can do it at night or you can do it first thing in the morning as you're waking up, you're actually waking up to some meditation and some self-guided stuff. So that's one tool that I'm going to use for meditation, but guys, it's January, like almost the end of January. And I'll have to admit, like I, it's not been this like daily focus on me. None of these have been like, oh, I'm nailing it every week and every day. And that's my point about goals is not every day we're going to hit every single goal that we have, but in a year span, how are you getting closer to those habits? How is it becoming a non-negotiable of your day or your week? And that's really where my mindset is, is how can I just get better every single day and not feel like just because it was bad in month one, that that doesn't mean for month, you know, two through 12, that it can't be good. So whatever goals you've set for yourself this year, and, and maybe they haven't been the best, maybe you need to restart them, you know, in February, whatever, the, whatever it is, you get to restart every day. You get to choose what you do every single day. Nobody gets to tell you that you've failed at your own personal goals. Like you can, you can control that. I truly believe that. So those are my four. And I would love to hear what you guys have for your goals for 2021. So maybe, you know, check me out on Instagram and maybe I'll, I'll stick with a post and I'll put this out here. I haven't really shared it other than in this podcast right now. And with my leadership team, we always share personal and professional goals with our leadership team at HQ so we can help each other stay accountable. So maybe that is what I will do. I'll not only put this on the podcast, but I will put it on Instagram, morgan.a.klein. If you guys have not um, followed me, go ahead and do that and share with me what your 2021 goals are. I'd love to hear it. Um, I think when we put it out there, it does give us that level of accountability and then other people can um, keep you accountable and other people can maybe share how, how to reach that goal. So we're all in this together. We are an amazing community of men and women. And I'm just so, so proud of this podcast, this community, Burn Bootcamp. And I'm thankful for everybody that's listening. If you guys have not shared this podcast, please share it with a couple of friends, especially this one as we establish our 2021 goals. And as we are in the beginning of the year, it's never too late to encourage another friend to you know, do things that they're going to get better every day. So thanks again, guys. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for sipping on a cup of coffee and kettlebells with me today. To find a recap of today's show, be sure to check out the Burn Bootcamp blog. To get your daily dose, be sure to like our Facebook page at Coffee and Kettlebells and follow me on Instagram at morgan.a.klein. If you have any questions you'd like answered at the end of my next podcast or have any suggestions for guests that you'd like to see featured on the show, please reach out to me at coffeeandkettlebells at burnbootcamp.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the iTunes store and be sure to share with your friends. Thanks again, and I hope you join me next time for a refill of coffee and kettlebells.